Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. I started this podcast to play video game music, but I find that I'm also sometimes giving little lessons on video game history. For this episode, I thought I'd lean into the history focus a little more than in previous episodes, so the ratio of music to talk in this one is going to lean a little more in favor of the talking than the music. When we think of retro video games, we tend to immediately think of the successful home consoles like the NES or the SNES or the Genesis or the PlayStation or whatever. And I do really like all of those systems, but the history of gaming is also littered with a lot of interesting also-rans for every generation. For every successful classic console, there are probably several interesting failures from that generation. I'm not talking about the number two or number three console, like how the Atari Lynx and Sega Game Gear were definitely way behind the Game Boy. I'm talking about systems like the Wonderswan Color or the Neo Geo Pocket Color that were barely noticed outside of niche markets and may not be remembered at all today beyond a tiny enthusiast community. So today we're going to talk about the IPU FZ22, which was an 8-bit console that was released in Japan around the same time as the Nintendo Famicom and the Sega Mark III. While Nintendo and Sega released those consoles in the United States as the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Sega Master System, IPU was a much smaller company that had absolutely no luck finding a partner in the US or Europe. They came really close to making a deal with Commodore, but the two companies couldn't come to terms, so the FZ22 never saw the light of day outside Japan. Aipu was a startup company founded by some enterprising Japanese entrepreneurs who had been inspired by the success of Atari. Indeed, the FC-22's controller drew some influence from the Atari 5200 controller. Both of them included an analog stick instead of a joypad, although the FC-22's controller is horizontally oriented instead of vertically oriented and has a sensible 4 buttons instead of the ludicrous 16 buttons on the 5200 controller. Like a lot of startup companies, IPU barely managed to get a product to market and then ran out of money and folded shortly thereafter. The FC-22 was only on the market for about three months, and the library is very, very small. There were only six games, all of which were first-party releases. Those games do have some fun songs on their soundtracks, though, and that's what we're here for. I thought I'd play one song for each game in the FC-22 library. The choices weren't actually that hard, since the games lean a little on the arcadey side of things and only have a handful of tracks each. Hopefully you enjoy this little forgotten slice of video game history and find some neat new tunes. I couldn't find composers for any of these tracks, which isn't that surprising. The IPU is up there with the Bandai Pippin on the list of obscure failed consoles. I'll warn you, the rips for these are a little weird. Because of the way the FC-22 sound chip worked, the developers would need to include some sound effects with each track, and my sources for the rips didn't separate them out. Despite that, I think the FC-22's tunes are a little cleaner and smoother and overall less bloopy than the sounds that come out of the NES or the Master System. Just think of the sound effects as part of the charm, like you're playing the game yourself. The first song we'll feature is from Golfer Sarutehiko, which is one of two sports games for the FC-22. As you might expect from the title, it's a golf game. The three courses featured in the game are based off the real-world Yokohama Country Club, Abiko Country Club, and Hirono Golf Club courses. We'll hear the song from the Yokohama course.
The next song is Confrontation from Star Forneus. This was a top-down space shooter, kind of like Sinistar, with the player controlling a small ship called the Zaemon trying to blow up a huge starbase. I think Star Forneus might be a pun of Star Fortress that makes sense in Japanese, but not in English, which is something that happens with a lot of Japanese puns. Aipu made a fighting game for the FC-22 called Power Intuition. Like some other early fighting games, there are selectable characters, but the roster is very small and the moveset is quite limited. Of the six characters, my personal favorites are the ninja named Nanjo and the professional wrestler that's based on Japanese wrestling legend Antonio Inoki. I don't think really either of those characters have good music, though, so I'm going to play the song from Xing Long, the Chinese Shaolin monk character. The FC-22 had a game called Train of Life that was like a train-themed board game. It had some interesting fun takes on board game stuff that you could only have done in a video game console. I think that it influenced Fortune Street and Mario Party, but I don't have anything to prove that directly. I can just see some similarities. Oh, and I get the feeling that Capcom was looking at it when they made Rockboard, which is the weird Mega Man board game video game that never made it outside Japan. Anyway, enjoy this song, which is provocatively titled BGM 4.1. Gambla Goemon was Aipu's game about high-stakes gambling set in Japan's underworld. It's a lot like Casino Kid or Vegas Stakes, where the main character is a gambler and the goal is to take your starting pool of money and turn it into a big fortune. Unlike those games, it's focused on Japanese gaming instead of Western gaming, so it has Mahjong, Paigao, and Pachinko minigames instead of the American casino games like Blackjack or Roulette. The song I'm going to play is called Hot-Blooded Man of Chance.
I mentioned earlier that there were two sports games released for the FC-22, and in addition to the aforementioned golf game, there was a boxing game. It was called Punch-Ouch, which may have been an attempt to take advantage of a little confusion from Nintendo's very similarly titled Punch-Out. However, Ipu didn't have the money for an endorsement from a professional boxer like Mike Tyson. I think the name confusion was something that piqued someone's interest, though, because there was a later NES game called Power Punch 2, and that game was definitely named and marketed to pretend that it was a sequel to Punch-Out, even though it wasn't licensed by Nintendo. Anyway, I'll stop digressing about weird unlicensed NES games and go back to Punch-Ouch. This song is called Jab Jab Uppercut. Today's episode of Shujin Academy VGM Club is brought to you by Tanaka's Shady Commodities. Hey you, yeah you, you look like someone who needs some special products if you know what I mean, and I bet yous appreciates a good bargain. So listen up, if yous got a laptop, you should go to Tanaka's Shady Commodities and get yourself the goods. Tanaka's got the stuff, and he'll take care of ya if you know what I mean. Look him up on the dark web. Now back to the show! And that is an overview of the sounds of the Ipu FZ-22. Okay, I have to tell the truth. There never was an Ipu FZ-22. I made the whole thing up. April Fools! All the songs I played were actually composed by Shoji Meguro, and they're all from Persona 5 Royal. There's a neat feature in that game where you can get a retro game console in a second-hand shop, and you can get video game cartridges for it as you explore Tokyo. I love Persona 5. I think everyone should play it, and when I thought about doing an April Fool's Day episode, I knew I had to play the retro game songs from Persona 5. Hopefully you enjoyed my little prank. If you want to reach me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a 5-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Professor Tom, and I'll see you next time on Shujin Academy VGM Club.